0: So, make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So, visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. Welcome to another episode of the PDL podcast, also known as Politics and Brown Liquor, where we deliver stories raw, unfiltered. And as always, with no chaser. With me is my trusted dog Woody. Woody, how you doing? Say something to the crowd. Well, Woody can't talk. See, Woody's a dog. But if Woody could talk, Woody would tell you to go to all of our media platforms, our social media platforms at the PBL Podcast and check us out. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, TikTok. He would also tell you to go to our YouTube channel, The PBL Podcast, and Subscribe to our channel. Get us to that threshold where we can get our own verified or, uh, or unique URL. And he would also tell you to email us at the PBL podcast at gmail.com and check out our website, pblpodcast.com. Thank you, Woody, for giving us that advice. It is... MAGA Wednesday. So, this show, MAGA Wednesday shows, we are going to give you some positive stories about this president, about this election that's going to make you feel a little more encouraged because the media, the media is only going to give you the negative stories for Donald J. Trump. The media is not going to present a positive picture of how well the president is doing in this election because For them, it's always orange, mad, bad. And remember, the media and the left, they're one of the same things. Why is that? Hey, you know, that's another podcast. But we know the media is biased. You can look at any of the mainstream media platforms, MSNBC, which is NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, they're all biased. And dare I say it, Fox News sometimes is a little biased as well. And I'm not talking about leaning towards the right. Fox, in a lot of cases, also. Kind of lean towards the left. But this is MAGA Wednesday. So we're going to talk positive stories going into this election. And there are a lot of them. I did a podcast a couple of days ago. Check it out. About Biden is in trouble. And he is in trouble. If you really start digging into the polling, especially the battleground states, and that's really where I put a lot of attention, a lot of focus in, is those battleground states. He is not faring as well as Hillary did. In 2016, so he may be leading in the polls in those battleground states, but he's got a, a less of a lead than Hillary Clinton did back when she was running against Donald Trump, and Trump won those states. Now the key states to watch—the three states that were like razor thin that gave Trump the election—was uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. So, by, while Biden may be polling ahead of Trump right now, he's not at the same pace hillary was so it doesn't look good for biden so let's talk about first of all the uh, president and his team just rolled out a new ad so i want to play this ad for you first we're going to start it out with an ad and it's called in his own words and i'll just kind of let the ad play speak for itself
1: joe biden says if you elect me your taxes are going to be raised not cut that means middle class families small businesses and seniors pay higher taxes it's the biggest tax increase in history citizenship for 11 million undocumented folks that means 11 million illegal immigrants competing for american jobs eligible for free health care social security and
0: medicare america can't afford
1: joe biden i'm
0: donald j trump and i approve this message so they have it biden he wants to raise your taxes right biden is going to raise your taxes. He's telling you he is going to raise your taxes. Given everything that's gone in this economy, given everything that's happening right now, as Americans, do you really think that's a good idea? No, it's not. So it's a really good ad, very powerful ad. And again, it's a Biden's own words used against him. So kudos to the Trump campaign for that. So let's get into some More election news that's positive for this president. This is an article from the American thinker and it's titled, Trump Haters Realize There Are Things Worse Than Trump. (laughs) You know, remember going into the 2016 election, you had a lot of never Trumpers and there are still a lot of never Trumpers out there, but there are a lot of those never Trumpers that have come on to the Trump campaign or the Trump side. Now, when in 2016, I was not a huge fan of this president. I did vote for President Trump. Uh, however, my guy I want Ted Cruz was my guy. I, I don't want to say I reluctantly voted for Trump because I realized that Trump was way better than Clinton at the time, but I wasn't a huge fan. Now that he's had uh, three years, over three years, to prove himself, he's quite the record. I mean, his performance, in my opinion, has been spectacular. I've mentioned this before on previous podcasts, his judicial picks. I think that's where you see the absolute genius of President Trump and the value of having him as our president. And, you know, we all know uh, that there's probably going to be a Supreme Court pick that'll be in the next administration. So if it's President Trump, We're going to get another conservative Supreme Court justice, regardless of how you feel about Brett Kavanaugh and his other pick. We're going to get something way better than what Biden would have picked. Remember, Biden's already said he's the most progressive candidate in the race, most progressive uh, nominee for the Democrat Party in years. Well, Remember those judicial picks they're important from a president and then the deregulation that Trump has done but in this episode we're going to talk about some positive spin positive trends for the election and in the second segment I'm going to continue on the list I did in the last MAGA Wednesday of one hundred and twenty five achievements of President Trump so this article here Trump haters realize that there are things worse than Trump it goes on to say and this is by Andrea Whitberg from the American thinker there are three groups of people who will vote for Trump uh, this election season. Those who supported him in 2016. So they will continue to support him in 2016. Uh, Those who have come to support Trump. And so those are the never Trumpers, by the way. Those that have come to support Trump. There are a lot of people out there that said that they would not support Trump last go round. They didn't vote. They either sat it out or they, God forbid, voted for Hillary Clinton. Well, so there's the 2016 people that he had that are going to support him. Now there are those who have come to support him, the Never Trumpers have switched. And then this is the third category, which I find very interesting. Those who are so frightened of Biden and the Democrats that they'll do anything to see Trump win. Now this comes from... All these protests, all these riots, the Antifa rise up, Black Lives Matters, you know, it's scary. Look at what's happened to a lot of our cities out there. Look at Seattle. Seattle is a perfect example. If you want to vote in the left, the leftist leadership, you're going to get Seattle. I've mentioned this before. Austin, Texas, they have defunded the police and now have a 67% increase in their murder rate. You want that across the country? Well, vote Biden. That third group? Those who are so frightened of Biden and the Democrats that they'll do anything to see Trump win and the Democrats. That's the key phrase. Not just frightened of Biden, but they're frightened of the Democrats as a whole. So Biden and the Democrats. Uh, So it goes on. It quotes Don Serber, who I'm going to get into a little bit. He's got a blog that I highly recommend that you go visit this blog. Some fascinating insight from Don. He's predicting that Trump will not only win the 30 states he won in 2016, but he's going to add another seven. So this guy, and he's a former uh, newspaper man. Don Serber is predicting 37 states for Donald Trump. I'm going to get into his uh, blog just a minute. But then it goes, this article goes on next. Add the people who have grown to appreciate Trump. Until the Democrats use the Wuhan virus to shut down the economy, Trump has presided over an extraordinary economy boom, uh, one that benefited all Americans. In and, and an, op- an op-ed for CNN that must have terrified Democrats, Rich Thau, who runs the Swing Voter Project, wrote about the normal, fairly apolitical People who benefited from the Trump boom, the majority of these swing voters, he said, want Trump. Now, the one thing that we've seen in recent elections is you've got the left, you've got the right, and then you've got the undecided, also known as the swing voters. And that undecided and swing vote has shrank so much, but I'm not so sure right now Where that it's as small as it was in the past because a lot of those swing voters, according to this article by Andrea Winberg, they're swinging towards Trump because they're so frightened of Biden and the Democrats that this gives Trump an edge. So uh, they did a swing vote project each month for the past 17 months. They've had a unique window in America's largely responsible for giving president trump his slim electoral college victory so-called obama trump swing voters across the upper midwest so they did a swing boat project and they uncovered that many of these people who live in places such as canton ohio davenport iowa erie pennsylvania and Makeham county michigan those are battleground states prefer Trump over Biden. In fact, 22 of 33 respondents in these four most recent locations feel that way. Yeah, it's a small number, but, and it's anecdotal, but I'm telling you, it doesn't look good for Biden. So, and it goes on, they think a businessman is best suited to turn the country around economically. Uh, they feel COVID-19 was not Trump's fault. That's a key finding. And he's doing the best he can to contain it. Not what the media is telling you, is it? The media is telling you that Trump has failed miserably. You go back and you look at what Trump did from uh, the beginning of this. March 11th is when the World Health Organization called this a worldwide pandemic. March 13th is when the United States, the Trump administration, called this a pandemic. Two days, ladies and gentlemen, two days. And you want to tell me that the Trump administration did nothing? They stopped travel from other countries and you're going to tell me they did nothing? Yeah, I don't think so. Remember the hospital or the hospital ship they sent to New York that New York never used? All the beds they sent to Seattle and Seattle never used them and you're going to try to tell me the Trump administration did nothing when it came to containing this virus? That's not what people are thinking. And this um, swing voter project is saying the same thing. They that goes on. They conflate that Black Lives Matter protesters with the rioters attacking federal buildings and the retail shops. They don't want historic monuments tore down and they dismiss defunding the police. So the voters tell me they want America finally to be put first. So people are fed up. People are fed up across the country. What the Democrats have allowed to happen, what the left has allowed to happen with Antifa and Black Lives Matters is backfired on them. It's backfiring on them big time. I mean, defunding the police. Could you have a more ridiculous mantra than defund the police? The police chief in Seattle just announced her resignation uh, the day that I'm recording this broadcast. Um. So she's given up. And the the reason she's given up, and you can't blame her for giving up, is the city council has voted to cut the budget. And then they've got cities like Minneapolis, where they have told the police that they cannot use tear gas to contain protesters anymore. So police departments across the country have pulled out in protecting the Democrat National Committee's convention for Joe Biden's nomination people are fed up people support the police overwhelmingly at least the majority do and they're seeing this happening right across right right on their television sets we see all of the destruction regardless what jerry nadler says who says that it's just a myth no no it's not so don Serber, uh in his blog uh in, in Tuesday, August 11th, 2020, he goes on to talk about the 37 states that he thinks that Trump's going to win. 37 states. That's seven more. Now, you know, he said here that a reader asked how mail in voting will affect his forecast of 37 states for the win of Donald Trump, given that Al, Al Franken stole the 2008 Senate election in Minnesota and there was some irregularities there. You may not believe it, but if you go dig into it, it does look like there was some irregularities. One could kind of say it was mail-in uh, ballot fraud. Um, but he goes on to say that that election was far closer than Minnesota will be in the 2020. Besides, Republicans have lawyers and uh, observers this time, and so do the Democrats. Are they are ready for the Democrats' attempt to legitimate or attempts to litigate this election. Here's what he says, and I agree with this wholeheartedly. I don't see a landslide. There will be close races. It will be a struggle, but a struggle in which we will prevail. President Trump has the wind at his back this August. He has plenty of substance that offsets the reservations some people have about his style. And if you don't like Trump's tweets, I, I disagree with you 100%. I like Trump's tweets. I think he needs to continue them. It seems to be a safe bet for a lot of politicians and pundits to say, well, I don't like his tweets because they don't want to get caught up in it. Not me. I like his tweets. Um, now, he talks a lot in this article, and I'll have this in the show notes, by the way, uh, of why he doesn't think that the mail in ballot issue is going to be so severe. One, it says a Republican postmaster general may help keep Democrats at bay. And remember, they do not control, this is the Democrats, they do not control most of the 37 states. If, even if they run up the score in California, it doesn't matter as he says don uh, suber who cares it's, you know we only have x amount of electoral votes probably not going to go for trump anyway and in fact if you look at the electoral map and uh, i'll put that up of what don suber is assuming is going to happen california is still going to go blue just like oregon's going to go blue washington state's going to go blue illinois will go blue new york will go blue all those traditional states that will go blue will go blue but seven additional states, he predicts Nevada, Colorado, New Mexico, um, Minnesota. That's, that's bold. Um, and Virginia and Massachusetts. Wow. He's predicting those seven states are going to go red. Now I hope he's right. Uh, I, I do believe Trump's going to win. And I do believe it's not going to be a landslide. But I, all the signs point to Trump doing well and that Biden... Biden's got problems. So the, he goes on to talk about how the post office is preparing for this onslaught that, they, yeah, there's going to be some issues. But in his blog, he doesn't predict that this is going to be the turning point that is going to um, give the election to the Democrats because there's going to be so much. Now, here's what I predict when it comes to the mail-in votes. I, I, I am too, as well as like a lot of you, concerned about fraud with mail-in voting. I, I don't like it. I don't want it to happen. Uh, I would rather us go to the polls. But if it happens, you know, here's where, what may happen. Because with Democrats, it's always the law of unintended consequences, now, what I mean by that is usually they try to do something thinking they're going to win one way, and it usually blows up in their face. So let's say that mail-in ballots happen. Well, let's use California. You know The most populous state in the union, right? There are a lot of conservatives in California who just don't think that their vote matters. But no matter what they do, no matter how many times they go out, how, 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 how many people they vote for, how many conservatives, that there's so many on the left in California that they're going to win anyway. What happens when all those people who didn't go vote before because they didn't think there was a purpose, they didn't think they, that their vote mattered, all of a sudden mailing their ballots and it matters. And the next thing you know, California... Yeah, I'm not saying California is going to go red. But what if California isn't as blue as they think coming out of the mail-in ballots? Let's watch that. I'm not going to make that prediction. But I'm getting the feeling that they're a little bit worried about that. Oh, my goodness. So, all right. And then here's another um, poll out. Uh, This one is from Rasmussen. Uh, Trump approval rate among black likely voters hits 36%. Okay, that's a big, big, big number. Now, there's another poll from Gallup out that says the black um, polling is at 8%. That's a huge delta. Now, I I was online debating a leftist, and uh, he's basically saying, you know, showing me the Gallup poll versus the Rasmussen poll. And, you know, I, I don't know. All I can tell you is anecdotal. You get on Twitter, you get on Twitter, TikTok, you get on a lot of social media platforms, and there are a lot in the black community openly supporting this president. I think Biden's in trouble. I think Biden is in a lot more trouble than the media wants to let on. You know, the campaigns never release internal bowlings. They do it for several reasons why they don't. If it's good, they don't want to tip their hat. If it's bad, they don't want to look bad. So I think that this president, internal polling is a lot better than we are seeing now. So things look good for Trump. Things look bad for Biden. So I'm going to get into um, a couple of, i to show you a couple of videos, and then we're going to go into the break. And when I come out of the break, I'm going to go ahead and go through 40 more achievements. If we've got enough time to get through 40 more achievements on that list of 125 for President Trump. So this first video is showing you under pressure how well President Trump handles himself. The other day there was a shooting outside the White House. President Trump was giving a briefing and the Secret Service came in and told him they gotta take him they got out because there's a, a shooting. And when you watch this video, you're gonna just see how cool and calm and collect president trump was just like man this guy is made of steel check this out
1: Looks so like they're just about going to be topping records hopefully sure. soon Excuse Excuse me? Me.
0: <laughs> see that is somebody who's in control of his faculties now before we go on a break I'm gonna show you a video of Biden, and then we're gonna come back, and we'll go over one, the list, continue the list of 125 achievements from the Donald J. Trump presidency. Check out this montage of Joe Biden, and I'll see you guys after the break. you taken a cognitive No, test. I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test?
1: You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with uh, with, uh, I don't know, I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work as a joke. You know where we were, anyway. What do you? My, the picture in my mind is, and, and, and the economic hub of who they are. The pandemic is seventeen, all the way around sixteen. You know, there's a uh, during World War Two. Uh, you know, where Roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that uh, you know was totally different than a than the, the. It's called. He called it the. You know, why the hell would I take a test?